Welcome to the Anything Glows podcast. I'm your host, Brittany, a wellness enthusiast, yoga teacher, and illustrator currently living near Joshua Tree, California. I'm also the founder of Sage Glow Studio, where I help women develop intuition-led wellness through movement, meditation, breathwork, and cycle syncing. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how to live a life that feels nourished, embodied, expansive, and rooted in your feminine nature. But we'll also address the juicy, big-picture questions like, what is the purpose of true wellness? Thanks for joining me on this journey. Now, let's dive in. Recently on Instagram at Sage Glow Studio, I asked you guys what you wanted to hear about on the podcast next, and the category Spill All Your Secrets got 100% yes votes. So today I thought it would be fun to do a breakdown of my typical morning routine with all of the details and tricks that I've been cultivating. First things first, I am not naturally a morning person. I don't automatically wake up as the sun is rising full of energy and ready to go. I've gotten better about not waking up literally angry, but just know if getting up earlier to do your own routine seems daunting, I feel you. If I don't have an alarm on, I'd probably sleep until 8.30, but since my rituals truly make me feel good, it's worth it to me to shoot for a 6.15 alarm. And it's nothing fancy here, just a non-heinous sound on my phone, and I do my very best not to hit snooze. I strongly believe, and this is backed by science, that how you start your day really impacts your life and can either set you up for a sense of peace or chaos. The phone scroll first thing in the morning is honestly one of the worst things you can do. All of the notifications activate your sympathetic nervous system, plunging you into a state of fight or flight and anxiety. The notifications also act as social stimuli, but it's not always healthy and the amount is overwhelming. Whether the notifications are positive or negative, they still result in a dopamine hit, and that first dopamine hit of the day matters. Our brains receive that reward and then seek out that behavior for the rest of the day to get more dopamine. The neural pathways of the cycle are strengthened, and this is how we find ourselves reaching for our phones all day long to mindlessly check things and seek that stimuli over and over again. We quite literally become addicted. Instead, I believe in doing something nourishing first thing in the morning to train the brain and to seek more peaceful and healthy dopamine hits and strengthen those neural pathways. Also, our brains are in a theta state when we first wake up, that transition between being asleep and alert, the in-between of conscious and subconscious. It's a great time to fill the mind with peace and spiritual truth and healing thought patterns. That's why when my alarm goes off, I grab my corded headphones because I'm old school like that and go directly to a meditation. I've been using the Insight Timer app for years because most of it is completely free and really good quality content. There's a simple timer or a bank of guided meditations, which is what I've been doing lately. Their algorithm will learn what you like and the durations you prefer and put suggestions on a homepage. I'll do one of those for about 10 minutes and then go on to my daily devotional. I've been going through the ones my church puts out and then I spend some time in prayer. I'll admit that I'm not consistent with journaling. I don't know why because I always feel like it helps me so much, but here's where I would insert it into the routine. 
I like to do free writing where I set a three to five minute timer and just brain dump, not caring about punctuation, dotting I's, crossing T's, or even making sense. The point is to get the thoughts out constraint-free so you can get into the subconscious. It feels like a weight off your shoulders, especially if you're an overthinker like I am. And because I care about aesthetics and want the things I use to add to my experience, I'll let you in on the perfect journal-pen combo that I'll link in the show notes. I got a couple of journals from an Etsy shop in neutral shades that I personalized with text on the spine. They're completely worth it and bring me so much joy to use. And I pair them specifically with a Pilot Extra Fine ballpoint pen. You guys, it's true bliss. Trust me. Next in my morning, contacts go in and I tongue scrape. And I have to say, if you are not tongue scraping, you need to immediately start. It's an Ayurvedic practice of scraping all of the bacteria, toxins, and gunk that's accumulated on your tongue as you sleep instead of swallowing and reabsorbing all of that back into your system. Ew. It's grossly satisfying, and once you start, you can't fathom how you've lived without it. It's also good for improving your breath and sense of taste. It takes like 10 seconds to do, so there's no reason not to. You can get a scraper for so cheap at your local Indian grocery store, or I'll link the copper one that I have in the notes. After that, on most days, I oil pull. This is another Ayurvedic practice of swishing oil in your mouth to, again, draw out toxins, freshen your breath, protect your enamel, and keep your mouth microbiome healthy. I like to switch up what oil I use here to get a variety of benefits. Sometimes it's plain old Trader Joe's virgin coconut oil, but I also like the daily swish from Banyan Botanicals or either the charcoal or nano hydroxyapatite one from Terra & Co. I'll do this while I'm changing into my workout clothes, unloading the dishwasher, and prepping my morning drinks and supplements. On average, I probably do it for 5-10 to 10 minutes, but if you follow me on Instagram, you know very occasionally I oil pull while walking the dog in the morning. Granted, I live in the desert and don't really see anyone, so if you're a city girly, that might get weird. And a very important note here. Do not swallow the oil and do not spit it into your sink when you're done. Spit it in the trash. Most blends have coconut oil, which can solidify when cold and mess up your plumbing. If oil pulling every morning sounds miserable to you, this is a good one to cycle sink and do during your ovulatory and luteal phases when you want to support detoxification. After oil pulling, I brush my teeth, and again, I like to switch things up and cycle through different toothpaste like Bulka's Mint, Aromare Ayurvedic's Licorice, or Terra & Co's Charcoal. Next, I go back to the kitchen for that daily morning drink, which is warm water, because from an Ayurvedic perspective, warm drinks get the digestion going, juice of a half a lemon for a burst of vitamin C, a splash of apple cider vinegar, which also helps with digestion, a pinch of Celtic sea salt for electrolytes to get the neurons firing and to help with hydration absorption, and a pinch of cayenne because all of the dust in the desert gives me congestion and this helps to clear it out. I actually drink this through a copper straw because I'm paranoid that the daily lemon will wear down my tooth enamel. I honestly don't know if that's a thing or not, but I like to feel like it helps. 
For supplements, my acupuncturist has me on a hormonal balance blend that I take every day, and it's helped me immensely to have much more manageable periods. If you're struggling with hormones and are not able to see an acupuncturist, I suggest checking out the brand Elix as an alternative. They make traditional Chinese medicine supplements for hormonal support personalized to treat the root of your symptoms. I've used them in the past and they do work, just not as powerfully or as quickly as the ones I'm taking now. And then comes my most recent and kind of weirdest supplement. I feel like everywhere I turn from my own acupuncturist to somebody I follow on social to hormonal health experts, everyone is talking about beef liver. I'm heavily plant-based, so actually eating it is not something I feel like doing, so I got capsules. I've wanted to try this for a bit because it's a good source of hormone-supporting B vitamins and vitamin A and a number of minerals like copper that can help with weak nails and cavity-prone teeth, which I have. And then someone on TikTok said it helped her dark under-eye circles, and honestly, that's what finally pushed me to order a bottle. Not ashamed to admit that. Okay, after the supplements, it's movement time. Cycle syncing dictates what I do to make sure I'm working with my body and not against it. If you want more details on this, listen to episode six, where we break down the four phases and how to feel your best in each one. Long story short, I do more intense workouts during my follicular phase, cardio during my ovulatory phase, slow burns during my luteal phase, and gentle movement during my menstrual phase. I don't work out for over 40 minutes because anything more than that is just too much cortisol for me. I work out five times a week and on the weekends I take a break or do a few minutes of cat-cow before showering or go on a longer walk or hike. It's all very intuitive. Since I'm a yoga teacher, I take myself through my official workouts most of the time doing flows or sculpts and if I want more of a challenge, I'll add in one or two pound bala bangles. There are days, of course, when I would prefer someone else to lead me, so I'll just search for something on YouTube. After movement, I'll get myself a big glass of water. I don't like drinking too much before working out and feeling all of that sloshing around, so afterwards is when I really rehydrate. We've been using a blue dot water filter in our kitchen for years and adore it. It's no waste and it filters out over 80 contaminants like lead and pesticides and microplastics. And because the vessel is just as important as the contents, I'm a 24 ounce mason jar girly while at home in a glass beaker bottle when I'm out. First fill of the day always contains two droppers of Saqqara's Beauty Water Drops, which is a blend of trace minerals to help with hydration and cellular function. Next is shower time, and a few times a week I'll dry brush beforehand. This stimulates and drains the lymphatic system, and I just feel so happy and energized afterwards. I've been doing a hit of cold water paired with deep breathing for 30 to 60 seconds at the end of my shower, which boosts epinephrine and norepinephrine to also increase energy and focus. And as someone who hates the cold, this is not my favorite part of the routine, but honestly, it does make me feel good. After my shower, it's skincare time, and I'm thinking I should just do a whole episode on this. I can share all about the products I use for face, hair, body, and makeup. Let me know if that's something you guys would love to hear. 
So on to breakfast, I love going heavy on fruit. For me, eating lighter to heavier throughout the day just sits really well for my stomach and energy levels. Obviously, do what works best for you, but here are some ideas. After my daily spoonful of sea moss, of course. Yogurt bowls. I'll use a high-quality coconut yogurt that's basically a probiotic supplement, either coconut cult, coco june, or kalina. Top it with whatever in-season fruit I have, like berries, mango, papaya, some cacao nibs, ground flax, and maybe a cut-up date. In the fall and winter, I love doing stewed apples, which is a very Ayurvedic meal. I cut up apples, add them to a pot with a little bit of water and cinnamon, simmering until soft. I like to eat that with coconut yogurt and some crushed walnuts. Sometimes I go through a chia seed pudding phase, so I'll prep that the night before and top with fruit in the morning. And then when it's warm outside, it's smoothie season. Frozen fruit gives the creamiest texture, so I always keep bananas in a stasher bag along with frozen Trader Joe's mango, pineapple, and wild blueberries. I don't like to include a lot of ingredients to keep it easy on my digestion, so my blends are mostly fruit. I share a lot of my concoctions over on Sage Glow Studios Instagram, so if you need inspo, head over there. And remember that Ayurvedic principle that cold drinks and foods aren't great for digestion? I combat that here by blending up my smoothie really well or letting it sit out for a bit so it's not icy cold when I drink it. After food, and only after food, is caffeine. Caffeine, especially coffee on an empty stomach, can spike cortisol and mess with blood sugar, which is not helpful to the hormones. I've also been avoiding coffee before and during my period since I find it increases my anxiety and cramps, so basically I cycle sync my morning drinks too. When I do do coffee, it's Earth Bean Coffee Secret Garden Roast with the Trader Joe's oat milk that's only oats and waters, no fillers or gums. I also add in some ashwagandha to regulate any cortisol fluctuations, and sometimes that's it, but because I'm extra, it usually isn't. I do mochas with raw cacao powder and organic maple syrup, rose cardamom lattes, or if I'm feeling fancy, I'll make traditional homemade chai and add a double shot of espresso to that. It's kind of whatever I'm in the mood for. However, I've been on a heavy matcha kick lately. I feel like it doesn't give me any jitters or anxiety, and the extra antioxidant boost for my skin and immunity can't hurt. And although I've been drinking it for years, I've recently stopped being lazy and sift the tea before adding water and whisking. You guys, the sift makes a world of difference. I can't stress this enough. It will change your entire experience. So then with my drink in hand, my morning routine is complete. I know it sounds extensive from this explanation only because I went into a lot of detail so you could get the most info possible out of this. But the important thing to remember here is that wellness is unique. This is the morning routine that works for me at this time in my life, but I definitely don't believe it's a one-size-fits-all. Take what piques your interest, take some inspiration, and then go create the morning routine that makes you feel your best. Thanks for listening to the Anything Glows podcast. Let's keep the conversation going on social at the Anything Glows podcast and Sage Glow Studio. 
If today's episode served you, please share it with a friend and give the show a review. Your support, downloads, subscriptions, and feedback mean the world to me. Take care of your mind, body, and soul, and I will see you next time.